Hello, learners, and welcome to Learn On Podcast, the science show by kids for kids. I'm your host, Johnsy, and this episode was made possible with the valuable help and research of our co-founder, Sanai. So let's get started. Um, Sunai, we started recording. Oh, uh, sorry. I was just finishing up my snack. Oh, that's great, but can we get started now? Yeah, of course we can. I have a question for you. Yes? I am noticing that on my snack that I'm eating right now, there's a label that says non-GMO verified. What does that mean? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Well then, let's explore. GMO stands for Genetically Modified Organisms. So the non-GMO label means that the natural qualities of the ingredients in your snack that come from previously living things are not altered artificially. Oh, but if foods have labels showing that there aren't any GMOs, does that mean they are bad? Okay, let's back up a little. For now, let's take a closer look at what GMOs exactly are. GMOs are used to refer to any living thing whose genetic fingerprint has been changed by humans. And actually, we've been using GMOs for centuries. Wait, but don't we need fancy technology to create GMOs? How have... We've been doing it for so long, as you mentioned. See, that's one of the biggest misconceptions of genetic modification. Yeah, we can genetically modify organisms with fancy new gadgets, but there are also simple ways to do it. For example, let's say we're growing an orchard of apple trees. Naturally, people will buy the largest, juiciest and sweetest apples, and that is our ultimate goal. So if I have two apple trees producing big, ripe apples, and I have two apple trees producing small, sour apples, which ones are my best bet? The two ripe apple trees, of course. Exactly. I want to continue growing these types of apples. But the thing is, if Mother Nature rolls the die of what my next generation of apple trees will look like, I might end up with really big apples, really small apples, or ones in between. So instead of just having this selected kind of by random, I can pollinate the flowers of these two trees by hand, known as cross-pollination, and ensure that I will produce more trees with the juicy, crunchy apples that will sell well in the fruit market. Or I can take a clipping from one of these trees and grow it on its own to produce clones of the tree, which is known as grafting. Of course, this is a pretty oversimplified example, but do you get the idea? Yep, but what are some other examples of genetic modification and how can it help us? Good question. GMOs are actually very common and about 80% of foods in supermarkets are GMOs or come from GMOs. 
They help us create better quality food and higher quantity as well, and also decrease some health risks. For example, many crops like corn, soybeans, and cotton are engineered with the Bt gene, which protects them naturally against pests instead of us having to use chemical pesticides. Genetic modification has also made our crops more resilient to stressful conditions, like natural disasters or diseases, increasing the harvest. GMOs can also have enhanced flavor and nutritional content. And according to an analysis of 147 studies in 2014, GMO technology has reduced pesticide use by 37% and overall crop yields by 22%. Wow, all of that sounds great. But then, why do some people avoid GMOs? Well then, let's explain. Some concerns people have regarding GMOs are allergies. This is a complete theoretical example, but let's say we are engineering a certain type of lettuce and you want to make the color darker green. So maybe you find out the gene in a type of spinach leaves that gives that really deep color and then incorporate that gene into the lettuce. Now it looks tastier but it could trigger allergies for some people that were allergic to the type of spinach where we got the gene from. It does make sense because GMOs contain foreign genes that our bodies may not have evolved to be used to. But the FDA regulates GMOs to make sure allergies don't happen. So, are there any other negatives? Well, some people are worried about GMOs giving you cancer. What? Okay, calm down and hear me out. People think this because GMOs are created with DNA mutations, and mutations in your genes are what cause cancer. And if you want to learn more about cancer, we'll actually have an episode about it coming up soon. So anyways, there was a study done on mice, and the overall result was that GMOs can lead to early cancer development, which caused a lot of panic. But after further research, we realized this study wasn't conducted properly, and outside variables could have affected the results, so it's not valid. Although we are still doing more long-term studies on humans, the American Cancer Society has clearly stated that there is no link between the two. Think about it. Cancer happens when a specific gene is mutated or changed when it shouldn't be, causing cells to multiply out of control. But eating a food that is genetically modified to be more tasty, visually pleasing, and beneficial to us in other ways simply does not make you more prone to cancer. Just like how you can't get cancer from being around a cancer patient. You can't really get cancer by eating GMOs. Oh, okay. That makes much more sense. 
There are other environmental concerns, like GMO crops breeding with other plants to create herbicide-resistant weeds, which can cause a lot of issues for our farmers. But there is no direct connection, and we have to do more research. And again, GMOs are not really dangerous when you think about it. Well, how can we be? Careful of what we are eating and correctly identify the GMOs if they're there or not. Let's evaluate. GMO crops in the USA include some apples, corn, soybeans, canolas, sugar beets, alfalfa. Cotton, potatoes, papayas, and summer squash. By January of 2022, the FDA will require all food manufacturers to have a label on foods saying "bioengineered" if there are GMO ingredients. Now, some non-GMO foods may have the non-GMO verified label on it as of now. The one with that little butterfly thingy. Yep, that one. If you really want to avoid GMOs but aren't sure about the foods in your supermarket, you can try eating crops from local farms since they are less likely to have GMOs. Also, the organic level on foods is handy to know. But it does not tell you whether there are GMOs or not. Correct, but most importantly, you should know that GMOs are carefully monitored by the FDA, and there is little to no risk of cancers, allergies, and other ailments from what we know so far. In fact, GMO has made farming so more efficient and provided enough food for so many people all over the world. Well, that's it for today's investigation. Overall, a lot of people are scared of GMOs and try eating foods with the non-GMO label, but that's not really true. Genetically modifying our crops has helped us produce more, better food while avoiding pesticides and other dangerous chemicals. And although there are a lot of negative claims around GMOs, they are perfectly safe to eat. But if you want to eat, Non-GMO foods. That is fine as well. Well, I think that's it for today's episode. Well then, that concludes today's episode. Once again, I'm your host John C, and this is the co-founder Sanai. Thank you so much for joining this installation of our podcast. We are so happy to have you here. Feel free to tell us what you learned with a voice comment, and if you're super interested in this topic, check out our website for links to keep exploring. Anyways, thanks for being here. Until next time, learners. learners.